Hello, this is Margot Kelly with Political Commentaries. So I'm going to weigh in on the coronavirus. Um, Yeah, it's kind of interesting timing, isn't it, when you think about it? I mean, here we are in the primaries where we are looking mostly, I guess, at well, it appears that it's a close call for Bernie and Biden. And we have this world epidemic of the coronavirus, which is not being contained because even though it started in China, the ban on travel was long after people were traveling. And so obviously it's it's well, well established already in the United States. Now, we've had a president and his administration that has been notorious for lying and misrepresenting or giving partial truths or exaggerating and this is par for the course but at this time when it's a life and death situation where people have a false sense of security and may you know think they're perfectly fine and they got a handle on everything they really pose a threat to this to just to the exposure one and also the precautions and here we are you know I I have a mother who I literally has she's been in the hospital since the end of December with a severe which I believe now in retrospect was very possibly this coronavirus because they didn't know it attacked her respiratory she had the fever the cough everything but they thought well maybe it was pneumonia and it turned out it wasn't they really couldn't figure it out and she just a couple of days ago returned to her residence because it was a long ass recovery and I myself ended up having to get on antibiotics and uh so but nobody was tested see that's my point so you know while this outbreak has been going on and people are going to see an urgent care or a doctor or even going to the hospital they were not testing for that since November December January or whatever and and the money wasn't there okay too and it's still I don't know that it is I don't think it is so we have a situation where (laughs) there are a lot of Trump people who you know will defend till the very last breath everything that this president does to harm others nations our own our constitution, slandering individuals, whatnot. But now we've got a situation where two years ago when he fired the, or he or they let go, or however it came about to save money, the infectious disease person was in charge of heading up all that. You know, he made light. Like, we can, we can always fight. We can always hire people if we need them. We're putting Vice President Pence, and meanwhile, Vice President Pence in this critical time was out campaigning trying to raise money for Trump um, it could be a conflict of roles like that's like saying I'm gonna do away with the doctor but I'm gonna let my vice president see you and take office calls regarding your sickness in between campaigning for me I mean Listen, people, we we have a responsibility to our nation and to mankind. And I say this to the Trump supporters, you know, you're going to have to start to let go of this obsession because you're hurting people by maintaining it. 
you know, my last podcast was about, it was inspired by a Republican who I thought had so much more, you know, not like me rather than, than like me in terms of similarities. And it turns out, you know, and I'm really wanting to, you know, I'm really wanting to see what can, how can I change as well and be less um, confrontational and more, um, more intentional in trying to unite our, our party differences for the sake of our nation and those who will suffer if we can't get our shit together, people. So, you know, here we are about to have this election and we're talking about, you know, what a time for universal health care to sort of be on the minds of everybody right now because they're talking about it taking like a, a year, I guess, to possibly come up with a vaccine, but then it could be very expensive and not everybody could afford it. Meanwhile, what's happening is the Supreme Court is going to not hear the efforts of Trump's administration to completely overturn Obamacare, which would mean that a lot of people who had pre-existing conditions would be find themselves without insurance and without coverage because there's nothing already set in place. So the effort to, well, the first thing he did when he got in, into the office was to overturn that 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 requirement that people had to carry it or they could get a a a one percent fine i think it was or whatever it was for the taxes but now we've got seven million people without insurance and those seven million people aren't running to the hospital or to the doctor the minute they get sick with the coronavirus because you know they don't have insurance so of course you're going to spread it this disease of course they're going to do it. And right now, the problem with this disease is that people are going symptom-free. And maybe you'll have a mild case of it and you'll be okay, but your mother or your father, like mine, will suffer severe, severely as a result and may die, like some have, like many have. So we face this time right now where what, the purpose of this podcast is to really sort of bring it to the forefront of my intention moving forward, I hope I can do it, is to be much more mindful and try to practice, you know, less divisive discussions. It's not easy because you have, I mean, you wouldn't believe some of the things that people write me, just ugly, crazy, you know, really hateful. And all because they're so defensive of that, their cult leader and they see you like as a major threat, like like a like a like a mama bear to her cub. It's it's crazy. And uh, even though this is a very personal thing for me, because I have my mother who was in California, my close dear friend who lives uh, part time in Washington, but travels from overseas. From she's actually from Amsterdam, but her husband travels all over the place. You know they have to they have to they have to travel for business and for to get to their home and their families of two back and forth and that poses a threat and anyways I'm just I'm so aware now that we really need to try to break these barriers of denial and objection of the Trump cult people who are still you know, at all costs, defending, even though we've got fact 
checking, saying, this is what's going on. He's cut that funding. And he did try to cut even more funding, which Congress stopped. But it doesn't dismiss the fact that he's trying. So whether he makes more cuts to the infectious disease programs or makes more uh, attempts to go to the Supreme Court to abolish completely the protections that were already set in place for people with pre-existing with Obamacare or whether he succeeds in going to kill a general who now we have uh, them chanting death to America because of a maybe uh, falsified imminent threat. Um, which Congress couldn't stop because he did it behind their back. Whatever the rogue and abusive or controversial or cuts to our uh, policies or policies enacted like the zero tolerance, which separated thousands of children and babies and their families by mandate, not by um, special reason like they might have been suspicious of not even being that belonging to a family or part of, you know, whatever the reason. So uh, like it was a mandate, like it had to happen. And these people, which turns out was a lot more than they thought. Um, And then even when the court ordered it to stop, it still went on. So like all of these crimes against humanity. And I remember when even the Republicans were outraged when Trump, you know, abandoned the Kurds and the, you know, horrible loss of that. So it's like there's an everyday crisis, an emergency, and a drama that comes out of this forever, ever ongoing tweeting maniac who's dividing us so much and it's them against us. And then you watch the Fox and Friends news and you go, oh my God, I I hate me too. I mean, they're just saying the horriblest things. We must be horrible. There's so much brainwashing, so much gaslighting, so much misleading. How can we come together and try to just bring each other the information so that we're not the victims of all of the gaslighting and the lying and the misleading and the misrepresentation and the abuse of power that goes on, you know, at our expense. So how do we do that? Um, and I think that, you know, truth and facts are everything, but who's got the time to fact check? Like he's, they, I think, I don't even know what it is now, but I know it was like over 16,000 mis, either full-blown lies, half-truths, mistruths, exaggerations, or whatever, misleading statements since he took office. So, you know, a pathological liar obviously is going to lie many, 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 many times, even throughout a day. So you have to start with not being in denial about that. When it comes to life and death, I mean, if I think you should stop being in denial about that, period. So let's be honest. But when it comes to life and death, and you want to sit there and mislead, like I've seen a lot of people on social media trying to defend, we're all we're all good, don't worry about it, and everything's under control, when it clearly isn't. It can't be. We aren't prepared. We're not even testing. The cases that are now coming forward and the deaths and the tolls and the adding on, and this is, this is just because that's getting tested. So when my mother was in the hospital, when I got sick, nobody tested me for this, okay? So who did I pass it on to? Who did she pass it on to? That's the problem. You see, if you don't have the funding and it's all in place when a crisis comes like this and you fired the people who run the whole show or you, or you misrepresent the threat because you're afraid it's going to affect the stock market, then you're putting the nation 
endanger not just our nation but every nation so all those decisions that the leaders of our country have to make and the funding for the things that they have to decide you know when cut the millions of dollars you're spending on your golfing maybe instead of cutting infectious disease things like that you know um i don't know i, I think we have to now have a brand new wake-up call for the trump cult the cult 45 like the really gross beer i guess it is i don't know i don't drink beer cult 45 cult in the cult 45 so you know we gotta now we gotta kind of talk to them and reach out and say hey you at some point supporter you're gonna have to care more about your mother more about your neighbor's mother more about your child more about yourself for that matter more about our nation our constitution start understanding that we cannot and will not and should not tolerate being deceived as the new norm 16,000 lies should not be part of our new norm abusing powers not being planned well firing people and experts because they offended your ego or they didn't worship you these crazy and unhealthy choices and decisions that dictate this dictator in office are a very serious thing that we need to consider and contemplate i mean at what point do you swear your allegiance to your nation and not to this person who's your party preference um other thing i want to say too is i i'm going to try and i'm going to try myself even in my podcast and i'm going to try to be just and i'm and i'm asking i challenge my listeners to try to be um, less attacking, you know, um, personally, and you know, more um, open to seeing the other person's point of view. Because if there is on either side wrong, really wrong, and dangerous information being spread, I saw I saw something the other. Uh, today that was actually interesting because it was like this whole intentional kind of video to make it seem like the Democrats were lying about Donald Trump's border abuses from his um, crimes against humanity, his mandate, his specific zero tolerance, which none of the other people before him had uh, instituted. So, you know, this effort to like let me slide this in and make it seem and put little clips up. Yes, we're, you know, this is a priority for us and we're going to do the, yes, it was. But what they didn't do is just make a blanket statement like everybody has to be stripped away from their parents and their children and put in cages for well past 72 hours without working toilets and told to drink in it by the those who were of abuse. And what's, by the way, what, whatever happened to those that... I wonder what happened to that investigation. We haven't heard about that one. Those uh, patrol people who were uh, had that that hidden secret website where they were really um, evilly, you know, posting some really creepy, scary stuff of hate, uh, hate, hate crimes. Really, it's like just bad, bad rape, rape memes of um, c- congresswomen and just whatever. It was like a um, 
a hidden website which was under investigation I don't know what happened to that but curious now that I think about it but the point I'm trying to make is we got to figure out how we can um, be more productive in trying to bring the right information to people and then I ask that those who are Trump supporters if you are listening to this or ask your friends and family who are could you please for the sake of our constitution and for the sake of our nation and for the sake of our health and our well-being could you please consider putting this feeling this need to defend and deflect and project what president trump has done is doing or will do in the future on the back burner while you think to yourself what really is in the best interest of the people who's who's who seem to to be harmed by these policies and and or non um planned or prepared um things like we find ourselves possibly not still ready to even fully test people here uh to see who has it you know at the scope that it needs to be and then what's going to happen right what's going to happen next when you know next year where people can't afford the vaccine and they no longer have a, you know let's say right after the election they vote and they abolish obamacare and uh you know what how is that going to play into um people's you know insurance and, and coverage for vaccines that are not you know given by uh by by the government saying yeah everybody should get up everyone should get one everyone gets to not get this virus by getting a vaccination now that we have one or you got to pay a lot of money and those can afford it. i mean what are, what's going to happen we got to think about all those things like because now we i kind of feel it's just kind of interesting timing don't you i mean when you think about it here we are like with this outbreak and then we have bernie's who and Biden kind of like there, and we're wondering, well, who, if Biden wins, we're gonna have, you know, a two-party thing where, you know, who's gonna get the first line of defense and, and shots would be obviously the insurance company, the people who are, who are getting it, uh, their insurance is paying more money for vaccines, and so they'll get in line first because the uh, facilities and doctors that are gonna administer it are going to get paid more and that's going to be their reason for you know how they prioritize who gets what i mean these are little things that you just don't think about you know anyway so that's my message let's try to be you know because some of this is, is life and death right so if we just can't see eye to eye because of the angry back and forth back and forth you know it's just it's just not it's not going to be productive to the benefit of humanity period it's just not let's 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 try to just focus on facts because we know that this president is a is a pathological liar and we have to fact check everything and he says a lot and so that means we have to do a lot of fact checking and i'm asking you to make sure that you are diligent in doing that so that you don't unknowingly mislead others and give them a false sense of i you know reality because you're you know, loyalists to them and not to truth or our constitution. Just think about that, you know. Truth matters. Abuse of power matters. Not being prepared in a situation like this matters. 
Policies matter. Misinformation matters. Let's try to do better, folks, all right? So that's my message today. Um, So far, there's, I think, at 85 deaths, um, the rate of... It's higher than flu. It's, I think, it, it, well, it's 2%, but they said it could be as high as 3.2, I think, um, for the death. I mean, we're, we're, you got to remember, we, we don't even know yet. We don't know these things yet because it's just happening. So it's it's not it's not determined. So it's it's just happening. So stay safe, folks. This is Margo Kelly. You can find me on Simply Margulis at Twitter. And uh, peace out. Bye.